Hello and welcome to another Nolo Time. This is episode 93. My name is Obed Villas and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Julian. What's good, Nolo Time, Obed? Good to be with you, my man. Uh, I hope you're feeling refreshed since our last episode. You were uh, you were feeling great during that show, man. You're on I vacation and all this. I'm still good. I'm still good. I'm, I'm still not dying. <laughs> be a couple of weeks from now but i'm I'm doing all right i'm doing all right still yeah that that vacation was a little refreshing uh we've we've got a we've had a, a crazy week at the house here we've had some uh reno being done and it's it sucks it's so that's been the the more trying part of my week um but that they're that they're done like they're they'll be done tomorrow morning i don't have to worry about it i'm good so um good. yeah i mean the only thing only other thing House painting, which is not not great, but not super awful either. It's it's fine, so I don't mind that that much. But yeah, man. Other than that, doing good. Not not really not really anything new, but um, but yeah, doing good. That's good. That's good. Well, I, I uh, went out and saw a little movie this last weekend, uh, John Wick three, uh, Parabellum. If I'm saying pr- pronouncing it right, um. Wow, Obed! I, you know, I've watched the first John Wick. I saw the second John Wick in theaters because when the first one came out, I wasn't, you know, I didn't know what to expect from it. It just seemed like a a cool Keanu action movie that was just coming out. No one really knew much about it. Um, that was one of those movies that you just, I literally like just watched at home one random day, gave it a chance. I was like, oh, this this might be good, and ended up loving it. Um, and after that, I mean, the second movie was so good. I didn't know how I felt about that in comparison to the first movie. It's that good. That's like, they're like interchangeably good. You could pick one. Then this movie comes out and by far, this is the best one out of all the movies. I've only seen it once, but, but by far it's better than the first two. Um, that just comes to show you how much they've really upped it since the last movie. Uh, now, the funny thing is, is, you know, I went into this movie thinking that this is the end of John Wick. This is the last one, the third movie. This is how they're going to close the chapter. This is the end. Naive me thinking that. Um, someone told me, no, Joel, they're not going to end this thing. This is, And I was like, no, they'll probably close it off. No, sir. They actually, this movie performed so well, it stopped uh, Avengers from being number one, uh, which is the first movie to do it um, since it's been released. Uh, in the domestic box office, and then um, they made enough money that they greenlit a fourth film. Now, it's not like they're just greenlighting a fourth film because it doesn't make sense. The movie is called Parabellum, and in direct translation, it means prepare for war. And this movie is just that. It, it is the preparation of war without spoiling it, and the next movie, I'm sure, will be the war that was promised. Yeah, I got some catching up to do. I haven't watched any of them. <laughs> it, I, it's worth it, and they're great. Yeah, I heard, I heard everyone everyone raves about them, so I'm gonna take some time and, and probably watch them yeah. soon. It, it's graphic. You probably want to make sure you uh, <laughs> are prepared. Uh, I'm, good. I'm good. But I'm it's good. but good. it's a really um, really entertaining, and, and I think the whole motivation behind it is what makes it so fascinating. I mean, it's like you're watching this movie about a dog, <laughs> and you're like, I did not expect to have these kinds of feelings. But it's it's very 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 powerful, um, really good story and the mythology. I mean, the first movie, like you know, they have these little hints of, you know, oh if you're if you're at the hotel, you know, you can't do this and this and that and the boogeyman and all this stuff. And then 
the way they've just blown it up um, to the legend and mythology of John Wick is just so fascinating. I can't wait for the fourth movie. I mean, it's it's really really a good movie, man. That's good. That's good, man. Yeah, I'm I'm happy for Keanu that he was able to um, get rid of the Neo thing. Yeah. Because um, was every time she showed he he showed up in another movie, it would be like, oh, it's it's Neo, it's Neo. So I'm glad he's able to finally shed off shed shed the 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 Neo shell oh. uh, away and. and and do something different. Although I gotta say, the second movie, having Lawrence Fishburne and then having him again in this movie, I'm like, ah! Well, that's good, that's good. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that's that's together. Yeah, exactly, that's cool. That's like, you know, there's, you know, pairs in in movies where, like, you got iconic duos in in different types of of movies that come back and do, you know, movies again. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty, that's pretty good, man. I, I, I'm definitely gonna try and, and, and check them out for sure because yeah. I heard great things about them. Unfortunately, I haven't had the time to uh, just look for them and and actually watch them. Yeah. I I know that they've been here and there on TV, but I don't want to watch them on TV. I want to watch the real thing. I don't right. yeah. I don't want any watered down stuff. So I will uh, probably make uh, go go out of my way and and, and try to watch them. But yeah. good good for sure. Cool. Yeah, dude, I haven't watched anything else. I'm I'm good. Since, since last week, it's like an explosion of stuff happening. It was like it's <laughs> all the true. stuff I did, but then this week, you know, back to work. Uh played a bunch of Zelda. That was pretty much it. I actually got the expansion. The um both expansions. So basically they're selling the, the expansion pack is twenty dollars and it gives you two separate expansions. So uh but that but I haven't checked it out yet. I've been doing some of the side stuff. I actually made it to the end, to the room where you go and 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 like this is it, final boss. And I turned around. I turned around and just went away. Like I'm not gonna go in yet. I'm ready. Like I was ready to go, right? But I turned around and I was like, Nah, I'll I'll do some more stuff and come back later. Because uh, I know. See, the thing is that see, this is really interesting, Joel, because. That game makes me feel something very different, which is uh, I, I don't want it to end, and I and I'm afraid that if I go and 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 finish the game and and beat the final boss, I'm gonna f- fall out, and I don't, and, and I don't want to. You're just savoring it's, the moment. Really. I am. I am. It's really good. That's great. That game is really good, man. Um, it's very interesting to see that uh, that game came out. Like two weeks after Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Horizon from a technical standpoint, Horizon Zero Dawn makes makes this game look like like a gen ago. Like like this is like not, uh, technically you can't even compare it, right? Because wow. uh, from the technical standpoint, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is an absolutely gorgeous game uh, with phenomenal sound design and and uh, art design and all these things, right? Uh, so from the technical standpoint, you can't really compare it from the gameplay standpoint they are very comparable you know they do they both have this sort of like survival survival crafting thing going on um where you know on horizon you don't get tired and you don't have to eat well until you do uh but then on horizon you get you have to craft your weapons basically and your ammo um so they're very similar games at, at its at their core uh but it's it's really interesting to see how how different they are at the same time 
and uh, and it's a it's a it's a great exploration into game design and 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 uh, and the 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 study behind all of it because they both came out like like I said two weeks apart very similar games uh, very different tonally of course. Uh, in in very different art design, very different. Like I said, technically uh, they they're they're very different, but uh, but at their core they're very similar. So yeah, it, it I'm I'm curious to see if there's any like TED talks or anything about or or any any game design talks from uh, uh, from Dice or from uh, or from GDC uh, about comparing both games because uh, I would I would love to see. Uh, a more technical breakdown on both, and 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 get him getting them compared, um, because they're both phenomenal games. Um, but the, this this one special, and it's interesting because again, like I mentioned when I started playing it, it, it was it was like a brick wall. I couldn't get through. It couldn't get through. But once you get through the wall, it's I can see where why this was like game of the year two years ago. So wow, you know, absolutely, absolutely. There's like there's like. No question. You start playing. It's like, oh yeah. There's like nothing. No, there's like no question. Like this. This is it. So yeah. This. Uh, that's absolutely great. Um, but yeah. I. Other than that, man. It's been quiet. I'm good. Relaxed. So, uh, Joe. Terminator. Um. A very interesting franchise that we we actually kind of like th- touched on briefly a few weeks ago, a couple yeah. weeks ago actually. Um. And today we we finally got the first look into Terminator Dark Fate uh, with Linda Hamilton back as Sarah Connor. Um, what do you think? Well, I think the trailer that they put out gives me all the things that I should be excited about. Linda Hamilton, seeing her in action. We knew she was back, but it's just it's just cool seeing her in action just in general, being back as a character because I love her Sarah Connors. Just just absolutely love it. And that's going to be one of the biggest selling points of the movie. Um, seeing that Arnie's going to have a, a nice uh, also moment, at least in the film, with her character again, that reunion. It's going to be really cool. Uh, I, I have to say... I don't know enough of the story for me to say, oh my goodness, I'm hyped for this movie. Like it, it, I think that's always been the problem with the other Terminator films. Is It's like some people might say, well, CGI or this or that and the other. They've had talented casts when they've tried to do this in different ways, right? I mean, we had a Christian Bale one. We had, you know, Amelia Clark in one of the last, most recent one. But those movies didn't really hit off that well because I just, the stories were just lackluster. You know, in addition to other things. So I think that's my biggest concern is until I really can wrap my head around it. And the title doesn't really give me anything. I'm not crazy about the title, Obed. Dark Fate. It's, it's, it's really it's like dark. It's like Dark Phoenix, Dark Fate. I mean, Dark you know, Phoenix makes sense, right? But fate, dark fate, fate of the Furious. I don't know. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, just not, it's just not a title that I think is very exciting. But like you said, yeah. it's generic, like you're saying. So I, I, I'm, I'm very, I like what I saw. But I'm not gonna pretend like I'm crazy about it after it. Yeah, same here. Uh, I like what I saw. I like that they're going with uh, a Terminator that thinks is human. You know, uh, we're going into the the whole are are our, our machines uh, do our machines alive? We're going into the near automata thing here, Joe, and I'm pretty excited about that. So that's good. Nice. Uh, 
so I I like that new nano machine Terminator. That that's pretty good. Something different than liquid metal, and I appreciate it. So finally, um, I did not like Rise of the Machines. Uh, I did like Salvation. Uh, I did like Salvation's extended cut. Just to be clear, okay. Um, and and I watched about a half hour of Genesis, and I couldn't. Wow. And I yeah, I, I couldn't do it, dude. Wow. So, um, nothing against the actors. It was just the movie was all over the place. And that's yeah, that's the point. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like it was it was so ridiculous. It's like nah, this is like James Cameron didn't die for this. Was, oh, oh wait, no, he didn't. He didn't die yet. <laughs> oh, oh wait, he's not because he's back producing this one. <laughs> um, and <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm excited because it looks good. Uh, you know, we uh, we get this really cool shot of Linda Hamilton as like the hunter, like she's hunting the machines down, and and she knows that there's other Terminators out there, and again, curious to see where this fits on the timeline. Clearly, this is a a, a Terminator Two sort of like callback thing. Yes. So we'll see where that goes. We, of course, we know where that movie ended. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, you know, for a 28-year-old movie, you know, um, they prevent Judgment Day, essentially. But I I want to see why there's still machines around and all this and Arnold, why is, how is he back? Why is he back? So all this stuff I, I really want to see. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I saw it. I was like, "Oh, this is pretty good." It looks yeah, good. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, the, the 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 action sequences that they showed in the trailer were were good. Yep. I didn't see anything egregious or, or weird. The really uh, putting Sarah Connor as a very mysterious character because she basically has like one line in the entire trailer. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm and I'm assuming that they're trying to save this girl because this girl is is some sort of key to the future. Like she was on the original Terminator movie and. How John was on on T two, so I I'm curious to see where this is going with the story. Excited, cautiously optimistic. Looks good, uh, you know. Looks bright at least, so that's good. Yeah, that was something I was I, I thought about too. Like you know, Terminator was always like you look at least the first film. You know how successful it was in the sense that it was very practical, like in the way those films were done. You know for a sci-fi kind of film right like and a lot of it takes place i think in the night in the dark to kind of yeah. hide some some of it right yeah and it's a, it's a very personal movie like it's right. very 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 in your face very up close and personal i love that movie i've said it before oh, yeah yeah i've said it before on the podcast i think the first one's better than it's the best one of all of them and and it's one of my favorite movies ever definitely my top 10 so yeah, yeah i 100% agree and so that's that was the thing i recognize like you you know they're going different by making there's actually like sunlight out when they're on this you know this bridge that they're driving across yeah, whatever yeah, i like neat. i like uh, this actor gabriel luna coming in here to to play the terminator as well like you know obviously he um, was playing ghost rider on Agents of shield and he's also going to be ghost rider on the marvel hulu series that they're doing um the one thing from a story standpoint and timeline standpoint is like I don't know if you saw the poster that come up beforehand, which was it has a picture of Linda Hamilton, you know her, her character, and on the bottom it says, "Welcome to the day after Judgment Day," which kind of makes me think. I mean, there's so many different ways you can interpret it, but it kind of makes me think that they're saying 
um, forget <laughs> a lot of the stuff that happened in the past. Like, it doesn't even exist. And like you said, Obed, they're just jumping right into the events right after Judgment Day. Yeah, because they're, they're definitely riding off uh, yeah. Rise of the Machines. Because I, 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 I don't think... I don't think that movie was uh, trash. Like, it wasn't Genesis levels of trash. Um, yeah. But it, it, it wasn't... It, it was missing a lot of his... Uh, a lot of what made Terminator special. And... And it was a, it was a very, it felt soulless basically, and yeah, and I, I, I think the ending, the the you know the the twist ending was good, um, you know it was like hey at the end of the day you can't you know you can't escape fate and all this stuff right, uh, so that that twist ending was good, but it just felt empty. Um, I I didn't like uh, uh, was it Nick Stroll? Yeah, uh, play John Connor. I I'm not a big fan of his. Yeah. Uh, did he actually reappear, or because he had it vanished? Like like no, he was actually like missing. Like he was yeah. reported missing. No, a few I honestly years ago. don't even yeah. remember. Yeah, <laughs> I hope he's okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Uh, then uh, Salvation, I liked. Okay, <laughs> you're just laughing. Do what missing man? <laughs> That's terrible. I know. Gosh. <laughs> um, Salvation, I liked. Okay, uh, I I like what they're trying to do with yeah. you know uh, again bringing us like oh but I'm a human no you're not you're a Terminator so I, I which they're bringing that back now which you're like. bringing back down yeah exactly so so that part that I really liked about Salvation they're bringing it into this one right so I I yeah I I liked it I I liked it it, it made me feel like all right this is good it, it looks okay I agree so, yeah yeah um. Joe, we got some new info on uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Vanity Fair posted their um, uh, photo sessions with um, the actors, and some pretty cool stuff, like the hard confirmation of the Knights of Ren. Yes. Finally, we got like legit confirmation of that. Um, we uh, have a, a new shot of uh, Carrie Russell's uh, character, Zori Bliss. Uh, looks good. She seems to be some sort of bounty hunter type of character. Yeah. Um. So so that's pretty cool. Um. And and the 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 big one, Jill, is that shot of uh, Luke Skywalker with R two in uh, what seems to be a fiery sort of scenario. Um. What do you think of that picture? The picture is great. I mean, of course. I know. Uh. But. But what do you think? How 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 do you think this picture relates on what's what's going on with the story? Because they do give you bits and pieces of what's going to happen, right? Right. Um, but at the end of the day, the what's the symbolism behind this picture is look alive. Is yeah. you know is is this a flashback? Which we don't think it is. Uh, because of you know you pointed out to me yeah it's like oh no Luke has longer hair which he had on, on Last Jedi and that was before um, that was you know after he he let R two go back to Leia so um, yeah man uh, pretty excited so yeah, yeah that I think like you hit up the nail in the coffin that picture is the the biggest uh, question mark out of all the the stuff that they put out from Vanity Fair I like it I think it's a great tease. Um, it's very J.J. Abrams, Obed. Like, he doesn't tell you anything that's going mm. on. He just teases you. 
Yeah. I love that. And he's but, wearing a glove, like, so... Which is why I don't think he's a force ghost. I'm not saying... There's no need for it, yeah. Exactly. Because the go- for force ghosts don't use gloves. They don't use gloves. Mm-hmm. Anakin Skywalker, force ghost, has no gloves, no scars. There's no need for it, right? They're, it's like that heavenly, all things are cured, right, in the force. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't make sense for him to have that, that force glove. He doesn't look like a force ghost that much in the picture. Most people have said it just... It looks just like he's uh, just in a very dark, you know, area or explosion or whatever happened around him. Um, look, I, I'm i just going to have my, my Star Wars fantasy moment for a second. Just stay with me, guys. <laughs> this is probably just maybe maybe less than a 5% chance okay, is even okay. a thing. You do it, and I'll do mine after that. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I I, after we talked about it this yesterday, we, yes. I, I started thinking. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so, so the, my only theory is like, look, they never actually said that Luke was dead in the last movie. He just vanishes. Spoiler, guys, the movie's been out for a while. But he just vanishes the same way like Yoda vanished and Obi-Wan vanished. So, therefore, you would assume he's gone. And that's probably the case. 95% chance that he's gone. I'm just putting it out there now. I'm not trying to say that he's here. But my moment here, I, I'm i just saying maybe he used some type of force um, transference in that moment, which there are some books in canon. We talked about the same thing with Snoke, um, where you know Snoke maybe isn't actually dead, actually was force projecting himself in one place and force projecting another. That, that's why when we saw the... the um, what was the name of that that ship? Uh, the uh, I keep wanting to say the Joggernaut. The um, the name of that one specific ship in the beginning of the Last Jedi. The Dreadnought. The Dreadnought. Thank you. So that particular ship, when it's actually seen in the books, it's a, it's actually the first time it's being seen is when a character is actually force projecting themselves an evil character onto that ship, and he's not actually there. So force projection, all that kind of stuff that exists, it's a real thing physically moving different locations it's called the rise of skywalker right maybe skywalker has arisen to finally put an end he's not actually dead he's he's saying look i I just had to hide myself because i got a force revelation of some kind that look i need to take care of some stuff and maybe that's where it comes back to that conversation that you know he had with ray in the last movie no one's actually really gone Dude, I'm trying to put this together, and I'm saying I really think there's a chance, slim, 5% chance, <laughs> this dude is not dead. And, and and the wording that they use in Vanity Fair is that this movie is going to put an end. This is the, straight out of the wording from, from Star Wars here, that we're going to put an end to the, the millennia-old war between the Jedi and the Sith. And that was interesting because... They have not talked about the Sith that much in in the, in these movies and these this new trilogy, and that's been very intentional. But we're going back to some stuff, Obed. So that's my moment, guys. It's probably not going to happen, but I'm just saying. What if Luke actually went to be, you know, one with the Force, and then finds a way to come back from the Force? Therefore, knowing the will of the force, <laughs> I wouldn't even be mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Done right, I wouldn't be mad. Would you? Would you like to see a a Luke Palpatine like lightsaber duel or something like that? Heck yeah, that would be pretty Absolutely. crazy, right? 
And I mean, they're they're still both in 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 shape. I think. Uh, um, Ian McDermott, uh, Ian McDermott, younger than Harrison Ford. That, that, yeah, no, I was gonna say I think Ian McDermott's actually uh, the same age as uh, Mark Hamill, if not just a couple of years older. I yeah. mean, he's not that that much older. Uh, you got to keep in mind that Ian McDermott was like in his like early or mid thirties in Return of the Jedi. It was just makeup, right? Yeah. So I uh, just have to think of that. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and even you can you can CG him in like like they did in in episode three. It, it was ridiculous. It looked ridiculous at times, but sure, you can do it. I don't think that I don't think they're gonna do like the psycho crusher thing and uh, you know like uh, I don't know what what was with uh, uh, George Lucas and 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 Spinney lightsabers because all those movies like the like the the, the prequel trilogy. Has spinning lightsabers. You got Darth Maul doing the spinning lightsabers. You got Yoda doing the spinning lightsabers on episode two, and then episode three, everyone does the spinning lightsabers. You got Grievous with four spinning lightsabers. You know, <laughs> up the ante, and then everyone spins the lightsaber. You get Anakin and, and Obi Wan in the in the in the tunnel, just spinning their lightsabers like idiots. And you know, yeah, it's I don't know. I don't know. I was just look his idea with that, but uh, but sure. I will. I would love to see uh, like a duel and a like, like a. We're gonna finally put this at rest, and that's it. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Speaking of duels, on one of the other photos, there is a photo of Kylo and Ray, uh, yeah. seemingly to be at battle with one another. So, I mean, I, I've we've both have speculated that Kylo maybe turns to the light or something happens there but who knows i mean that 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 relationship is gonna be interesting to be explored if he he does go good if he stays bad i mean that the wording that has been put out there for the art of the new uh movie there's a book that's going to come with the art i think i mentioned it on the podcast before but it's been said it's going to be a very um heavily um for a very force heavy battle between within the last battle of the film where some new things with the force are going to be seen so yeah, you know, there's been in the art supposedly like these two characters are like upside down or something. I don't know, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, December will be will be here before we know, right? Yeah, and some breaking news that we had just a, about an hour ago. Yes, uh, is that there? Uh, there's confirmation that um, the script for a Knights of the Old Republic uh, movie uh, is being finalized. As uh, you know, it's it's almost done basically. Uh, so Lita Calagridis, who is who did the uh, screenplay for Lita, yeah, is doing uh, the the script for um, for Kotor. Uh, of course, Knights of the Old Republic being uh, a very popular uh, original Xbox game. Uh, never played and bought any of them. Uh, I heard that the story were great. These games were done by Bioware before they were owned by EA. Um, never played them because I never own an Xbox. We talked about it on the last episode, I think, because my reasons. Um, but I think the game's on iOS and it's widely, it's widely available on PC and whatnot. So, For sure. Um, so if, I haven't played it because I just ha- haven't had the time to actually just go in and play it because I, I can probably do. Um, it, so I w- now that it's confirmed that uh, that uh, DB Wise and uh, what's the other dude's name uh, from Game of Thrones from Game of Thrones, yeah, uh, that they're they're for sure going to be the ones that are going to be doing the next uh, 
series in in Star Wars. Do you think this would this is their project or do you think this is something else? No, I absolutely think this is their project. I, I think I'm putting two and two together from what a few different places have put out. Uh, it sounds like the next iteration of Star Wars is solely the only plans they have is solely this new trilogy with these guys. Nothing else is greenlit, nothing else in development, nothing else having any resources behind it. So I think this leak makes sense because, look, I mean, at some point soon they're going to have to make an announcement on where the future of Star Wars is. You can't just disappear. can't go force disappearing on people. <laughs> you got to make sure you <laughs> give them something to look forward to, right, and talk about and get them excited for. And what's better than Old Republic? You and I talked about before we thought that Old Republic would be what they were doing anyways. But yeah, I mean, word was even the the Ryan Johnson thing. Like he basically has nothing in the works right now with them. I'm um, just kind of sitting there. So he could be doing a project, could not be. So my point being is that I think this very clearly is whatever. If that script's done, it's very clearly whatever these guys are working on uh, for their next three movies. Yeah, and if that movie's gonna come out, what was it again? Twenty twenty two, right? Yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah, we yeah. got three years, I think. Yeah, so that that could potentially be it. Um, and and yeah. they'll figure out. So, yeah, pretty pretty interesting stuff. Uh, also, do you see? I saw too that there's a fan petition to do a sequel to Solo, like do a Solo too. Because of today, I think being the anniversary or something, or something the like anniversary that. for when it came out last year. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. You, you, Jill doesn't have anything to say about that. I, I didn't uh, I mean, ask I mean, for the first one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't ask for the first one. I mean, it'll be cool to see, right? Yeah. Uh, because the first one wasn't bad. I mean, it, it, was, was, fixed. it was it was tolerable. Yeah, it was fixed. Ryan Johnson. I mean, Ryan Johnson. Uh, uh, um, uh, Ron Howard. Ron Howard. <laughs> Ron Howard. Different different to art there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ron Howard fixing that movie. But, I mean, I think the only thing that, that made that movie, like, I went from, like, eh, to just, like, oh, cool, they might go somewhere further, is that whole ending, right, with, with oh. Maul. Um, that really oh, spoiler got me. alert, Joe. Hey, on. the movie's been out for over a year. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, Star Wars, guys, one of the biggest franchises in the world. Yeah. But maybe, but with, yeah, that would be a cool idea if he, they play out of that. I mean, they don't necessarily have to uh, do a lot of, like, uh, solo and, and, and chewy hijinks, but they can explore, you know, uh, the. Uh, uh, the Kira character and you know and, and Darth Maul now that she's taking over so right yeah, it yeah. seems like his like his his group of henchmen right which would have Boba Fett at that point right working with him so that was one of the ideas I think that was floated around for the next movie so uh, maybe yeah maybe bringing Jabba you know this yeah. like like we because that's I, I I wanted to see Jabba on the first movie so much but yeah but then you know they they did speak of the job right so. Uh, you know, there's this job that 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 Lando was trying to land, and and right. and then uh, and then Solo and Chewie go and and try and, and get it. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I'm indifferent towards it. If it happens, cool, right? Yeah, uh, it's like more Star Wars, it's fine. Um, but at the same time, it's it's again, let's let's give Star Wars time to breathe. But open. I've been saying it. The pe the petitioning like this, we talk about the man babies all the okay. time, right? You want to talk? You want to talk? Please, about it? let's talk about this. Okay. Um, no, <laughs> stop. You guys, you guys need to stop. This is stupid. 
Because this is absolutely ridiculous, right? We're going to petition. So one thing is reaction and then having people to adjust, like with the Sonic movie, right? So, hey, fan reaction was awful. We have time to fix this. Let's let's try and fix this. Uh, And even, and I don't know if I mentioned it, but even... (laughs) Even like uh uh um nah not you Suzuki uh the uh a guy from uh, Sonic Team, uh the co-creator of Sonic, uh Yuji Naka he Yuji Yuji Naka went on Twitter it was like Sonic fans are the best it's like he didn't say anything else he just said that, and you know or in that case you know what I, I it's fine because he was fan out you know outcry and outrage and whatnot so, um. And it's before the product's actually out, so it's a it's an early reaction, which it's you know it gives you enough time to fix it. Fine, but like the crap that's going now, going now with Game of Thrones, and what happened with Last Jedi, and what's been happening with some you know other properties out there, you got stop like Mass Effect Three. It's like change the ending, and and then they changed the ending. It's like it still sucks. It's, uh, you know, at, at, at some point, you, you have to respect um, the creator's artistic vision. And whether you like it or not, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it is what it is. Um, I think that uh, I, I, am, I am one that I'm not a, a huge fan of Watchmen, and I've told you, uh, yeah. Watchmen the movie. Yeah. Um, and I've told you about it, and even Watchmen, the the, the graphic novel, I it doesn't do anything for me. Uh, but but I appreciate what I, I appreciate what it is, right? I'm not gonna go. It's like, uh, oh, you know, this this sucks. I mean, because it doesn't, but it's uh, it's not for me. But sure. Um, but when you go and and watch the movie, right, and you get the ending, and all this stuff happens, and and whatnot, it was like, oh, this ending was trash. Let's do a petition so they can change the ending and and have Rorschach be alive you know i don't i don't know i uh, it's um uh, i'm glad that uh the game of thrones guys came up with a with a uh with a petition of their own it's like have fans do their own show if they're so smart and you know because at the end of the day the people criticizing are are like backseat drivers yeah hey, you're driving too slow Hey, you're driving too fast. Hey, you missed a turn. You know, That's I'm a driving. Good way of putting it. Yeah, I'm driving. Let me drive. You're back there. You stay back there. Yeah. If you want to drive, you get your own car. There, yeah, see. That's that's perfectly put. And, and there's nothing wrong with you having feelings of like, I didn't care for this, but it's the the yeah. outrage we're talking about. Exactly. The outrage culture where it's like, I don't like it, therefore. I'm going to stomp and stomp and stomp until it's different. And it's it's meant to be entertaining. No one's forcing you to watch it or, 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 or go about it. You have to understand these are decisions people made. You don't have to like it. I don't think there's plenty of things, Obed, you and I, that we don't like with some stuff. Uh, there's things I don't – I talked about Avengers, right? Uh, there's things about that movie that, that I don't think – I don't think the movie's perfect. I think the movie's a really good movie, but there's yeah, like yeah. little things that could be different. Exactly. But I'm not stomping my fist saying, remake Avengers Endgame and remove this and add that. No. That's the movie that they made. 
the parts that I like, I'm gonna love. The other parts I like, well, yeah. But I, I have a right to have that opinion. But to to go, you know, knocking down the Russo brothers' door, it's a different thing altogether. Remake the Last Jedi without women. Yeah, without... there's people out there. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a there's a Last yeah. Jedi cut without women. It's it's stupid. It's ridiculous. It's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. You and I talked about when they put the episode nine trailer. We're like, what if they would have just purposely just to to, to mess with the man babies, just put like only the female characters in the trailer just for fun to make Seriously. people think that that's the only characters in the yeah. movie. Well, the same thing happened with Rogue One when yeah. the, when the trailer came out, um, and it's funny because I watched the trailer. It's like, oh, this looks great, and I was really oh. excited, right? And then, like, like a couple hours later, I go into social media and check, and there's people crying. It's like, oh, good, good lead character's a woman. And, and, and you know what's crazy, Joe? I mean, you know what's not crazy, Joe, is that I, me watching the trailer, I just, I didn't even realize that, that there was a female lead in the, in the trailer. I was like, yo, this is great. You know, Star what? Wars. Yeah. And oh, man, I I just can't. It's it's too much. And the same thing's happening with games, and the same thing happens with everything. And it's 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 getting it's getting stupid. You know, there there's one man baby that you will, you all need to be concerned about, and there's the that's that's the one man baby that you guys need to act and and you know put up or shut up. But this other stuff, seriously, I mean, you know. This is this is like, you, like I said. This is meant to be entertaining and stuff like that. Like I told, I think I, I, I heard yeah, someone else say it's, this it's about the art, the art comparison and all that kind of stuff. Like it's just it's important for perspective and level headedness, right? Like, yeah, that, that's it at the end of the day. It's a yeah. lesson to be learned for these guys. Exactly. It's like, um, going going to see the Mona Lisa and it's like, oh, that's it's too small. Make it bigger. You know, the 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 portrait's too small. Make it bigger. Oh, make it. Give her like 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 unicorn shine around. It's, you know, you, at some point you need to you know uh, accept the um, the artistic vision of uh, the creators, whether you like it or not. You know, it's it's it it is what it is. Also, freaking uh, the one that's that's even worse than that, Joe, is the the cast ones. Like we talked about Robert Pattinson last week. Yeah. Um, which is uh, pretty much confirmed. But then you got the band babies doing petitions. It's like recast Robert Pattinson. <laughs> they didn't even give him a chance, the, bro. Bro, it's like, w- were you even around when when uh, Heath Ledger got cast yeah. at Joker? When Michael everyone, Keaton. My goodness, when everyone was like, "Oh, is the, the guy from Ten Things I Hate About You is gonna be the Joker? What kind of joke is this? This is ridiculous!" And then it comes out the friggin' best Joker ever, and and the, yeah, Michael Keaton. There's uh, someone posted a letter uh, online um, writing DC that does like, "Oh, I found a letter of that someone that wrote uh, DC about the Michael Keaton." casting and it was like a full page letter uh, ranting about it from you know 1988 or whatever and uh, oh my god i i'm just man babies dude i I, it's like you know what put up or shut up it's like if you if you don't like it right make your own 
Like, you know, um, like, like Star Wars Theory made their own Darth Vader short, and it, which was phenomenal. Uh, fine, that's awesome. Exactly. You know, put up or shut up, you know. Don't just be their oh, keyboard warrior. It's like, I have the sword in my hands. Yeah, yeah. No. Do something. Be Do something creative. Proof that you can actually uh, contribute in a creative way to the community instead of just being a man baby and crying about everything all the time. And the one thing I will give the creators too is if, if they're drawing emotion from people or people actually are so passionate, that, that's also showing a fact of like, how interesting and how connected people feel to these characters. Like, you wouldn't feel that way if it was a really bad character. Yeah, you yeah, exactly. Mean? Yeah, I mean, the, the worst, that, the wor- like I've always said, the worst thing that can happen in your product is for people to be indifferent towards it. Sure. And, you know, if, like, like Last Jedi is the perfect example, because you, li- you either loved it or you hated it. Like, there was no in-between for that movie. It was weird. Uh <laughs> So yeah, and I and I've even been you and I we we I mean I think you know we've talked about this off here I've talked about on the podcast where I've eaten my own words about things where I was like you know I'm not really feeling this thing and then like, like I watch it Bumblebee or yeah. um or even Venom remember like I told you yeah. dude I was like I I was one of our first episodes early on when we were recording they were green uh, Venom and I was like mm-hmm. why are they even making this movie and then I watched the movie and I was like this isn't terrible like this is okay. It's it's not a great movie by any means. But it's like you know what, I get it. Like it's, unless it's about giving it a chance, but a lot of times even when we don't like something, we'll put it in the context of not just I just don't like it because I don't like it. We're saying there's no reasons why, but we'll see. Yeah, well, I mean, but yeah, man, babies, stop it, <laughs> Joe. Speaking of man, babies, <laughs> here it comes. So Sony Interactive, it's launching. Uh, what they're calling PlayStation Productions to uh, bring PlayStation properties into movies and TV. So um, they're going to start pulling properties from their catalog, meaning, you know, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, The Last of Us, uh, all these properties that are owned by Sony. And they're going to start trying to convert some of this stuff to uh, movies and TV. Uh, of course, this is um, not not being, you know, uh, this will be overseen by Sean Layden, uh, but Asad, uh, Asad Kish- Silbash, that's probably, I, I, I'm sorry, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Asad, or... We're sorry. You know, or, yeah, we're sorry. But, yeah. Uh, and he's going to be, he's going to be in charge of uh, the, the division. Um, I twenty twenty two. This is gonna be closed down, <laughs> Joel. What do you think? So you know what? I'm not. I actually like this news. Um, and I like the, I like everything about it. The PlayStation like Cinematic Universe. The PlayStation Cinematic Universe. Remind you know it reminds me that they're you know of when Marvel was in the early stages of building a cinematic universe. Of course, they did it well in a way that no one else has ever been able to do. Um, it's just it's just historic and, and amazing, but I'm not saying PlayStation is gonna you know do something like that. But I'm just saying like when you're when you're building a cinematic universe or building your own um, studio rather, like you got to make sure you do things right from the beginning, or else you're gonna have too many cooks in the kitchen. You're gonna have problems and all these different things later on. So if PlayStation wants to be serious about this, it's great that they got a studio head. They're not just saying, 
hey, we want to do this thing. We're just we're, they come up with an announcement of we're hiring this guy to make this show, and that's it. It's like no, one person to oversee it all, and when they're ready to hear all these different pitches and ideas, then they'll start greenlighting things. You know, similar to the way Feige does in his role, right at Marvel. You know, it wasn't just that they just announced Iron Man, then Feige came afterwards. No, this stuff was seen from the beginning. So I, I just, you know, I do hope that they, they take it slow, that they that they put serious resources behind it. That's going to be a big part of it, right? Like, how, how cheap are they on it or, or how serious do they take it? And, you know, there's there's ways of going around this from a, it being almost like a streaming platform. There's ways of going around of, of uh, slowly kind of building your way up, seeing how you do from a profitable standpoint with your properties. So, you know, maybe you don't jump out there trying to make, um, you know, <laughs> try and make the last of us or something maybe you don't try and do that because yeah you can do it on a smaller scale but the expectations will be crazy maybe do something like infamous right maybe do something about one character with a little like you know thing and then and then see how infamous grows season to season bro an infamous movie would be sick oh, i love infamous it'd be yeah. great yeah um i'm wondering if the metal gear solid movie will will benefit uh, from this because Sony owns the rights for the to the movie. Right. Of course the movie is still in the works. Uh Jordan Vote Roberts still working on scripts and whatnot. Um he's been meeting with Kojima. He's been doing stuff for the movie. Um they like I you know they they're he has like an, a whole team doing homework and research for the movie because he wants to do the movie. He wants it to be perfect. Um so I wonder if uh if a project like that could benefit from uh, from having a, a, a production partner like this. Uh, that'd be that'd be pretty interesting. I mean, I, I would definitely would love to love to see the Metal Gear movie freaking finally come out. Yeah. yeah. Um, seriously, but yeah, man, like an infamous movie, they can do like the whole infamous like cinematic universe thing that'd be awesome and you you start small it starts to grow in popularity you get more resources more money behind it season two now looks you know bigger because they have money season three gets starts greenlighting other projects start with something that brings intrigue brings people to the, brings people there but then you know build it up little big planet if you're gonna do an animated thing i think little big planet has enough for people to to be interested and have a good time maybe let their kids even be able to watch something you can do yeah you can do like animated shorts for little big planet exactly there's there's enough content from the originals for them not to have to start off crazy but really build it up so i like this news do a mad max style twisted metal <laughs> oh yeah that'd be yeah good. you know they, they they definitely kill zone maybe yeah they they've had some like kills on the story is not bad. Yeah. Yeah, the story's not bad. So Resistance. Resistance, yeah. Oh, the story in resistance is great, man. Yeah. It's like you get invaded by aliens during World War Two. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. I mean they definitely have uh places where they can go. Um and and they can even partner with like third party people. They can partner with the you know, whoever's doing the Tomb Raider movies. Right uh, and you know and Tom and Holland and Uncharted and all this. Yeah, the the uh, apparently that that whole project just died, but I don't know. We'll see. There's rumors, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. So, um, yeah, uh, apparently they 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 did their homework. You know, they they got they had a meeting with Kevin Feige and and started to get information on how to do this the right way. 
Um, and and they they're 100 in. I mean, I, if it's if it's gonna be a hit or not, remains to be seen. But uh, but hopefully they can they can do something uh, proper with some of those properties. I agree. Uh, Joe, speaking of uh, keeping going on on PlayStation, so uh, we've mentioned a few weeks ago uh, about the um, interview that um, uh, that Wired had on uh, on the side with Mark Cerny about uh, PS Five and how it showed the difference in load times between. Uh, uh, fast traveling Spider-Man. Um, they they released video of that Sony's showing this thing out there, dude. Like they're undermining everyone. Like they're undercutting E3. They're 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 uh, they they got early on Microsoft because they're already out there, dude. Um, they they it was very impressive, but just to just to straight up talk about the footage uh yeah they showed uh fast travel on a ps4 pro for spider-man was 8.1 seconds on uh the next gen hardware was there they're just calling next generation that it doesn't it's not called ps5 um it's just 0.83 seconds so it's uh it's incredible uh i am very excited again i am not a day one new next gen purchaser um but i am i am very intrigued on on what uh on what this thing's gonna be and this may be the one that'll, that'll make me um just pull out my best buy credit card and slash it because <laughs> i i'm pretty excited about all the specs and all this stuff that's coming out for some reason i don't know what it is uh but i am i am very excited about it Oh yeah, I mean, I think that has to do with just the success of last gen. That now you're hearing the next gen, like it's oh probably goodness, what it is. It's gonna, it you got your mind can only imagine, and obviously this now is putting some some facts behind it. Like you said, Obed, this is undercutting E3 and everybody else because there's not a real formal announcement for for PlayStation Next Gen. There's there's just some discussion on hey, we're working on something and people are talking about it like it's going to come out tomorrow. There's so much ex- anticipation and excitement for this thing. And when you put out in front of it, essentially the 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 real marketing um the beat of the marketing of this new thing is going to be no loading times. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, I mean, this we can tell you the name Sony. We can turn this into PlayStation. Podcast. Call this the prophetic podcast on here. We've we've got a few stuff come come true that we've talked about. This may be one of them without even realizing it. No loading times being the real marketing push behind uh, the next gen of PlayStation. I mean, how what's a better way to market your 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 thing? Like you can just play it right away. I mean, how many of us, you know, uh, ugh and grunt. When we come to, I can't wait to play my new game, but hold on a second. I got to make sure that I got enough, you know, I got enough power. I got to make sure now, now I got this game on here. Now I got to make sure, you know, I got to wait a few seconds for, for my loading screens between fast travel. I got to, you know, like we, we just want to have a seamless experience, right? So this is really taking us there. 0.83, I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. It's less than a second, man. That's that'll that'll fix because my only gripe with Devil May Cry Five was the load times. 
like every time and not the low times and not not the in-game low times that was fine uh but it was the uh the menu low times because the menus sure. are they the menus are really uh stylish um presentation wise so they load they they load in um so that's uh that, that was by my biggest gripe with it um if if they can cut that to zero or you know to close to zero that would be that would be perfect um yeah i i i don't know why but I, i'm just really excited about next gen dude and i haven't seen any games i haven't seen anything i'm just excited about having fast hardware that can run my games the games that i like from ps4 even better and yeah, and sure. that, that's probably yeah and they said that that is a pillar of their uh, thing for next gen uh, that they're not they're not giving up on that they're that it's happening and um and they're taking advantage of uh of the increase in 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 power for that so yeah very exciting stuff from from playstation man uh i'm i'm really excited to see what microsoft's gonna show at e3 if they're gonna show up anything the show is theirs the show floor is theirs there's but really it's their not moment. any competition so they they got this if they really want it yep it's, it's definitely their moment so we'll see uh, Joel, the last bit of news that I have here is that uh, Nintendo is starting uh, a their beta for their Mario Kart mobile, and um, it is, is an Android beta as of now. And uh, yeah, this game was delayed. This game was supposed to come out, I think, in March. It got delayed to summer. Uh, rumor is that it's going to come out um, around E3. So. Makes sense that they're doing beta now. It game's probably gonna come out in in about a month, so, um, yeah, pretty uh, pretty good stuff. Based on what I saw, you know, there's it's it's motion controls on your say phone or tablet. Use your phone as sort of a steering wheel device, uh, which is to be expected on a on a sort of racing game like this. Um, looks good. Looks it's Mario Kart. You know what. what can't go wrong with Mario Kart. I did hear that the game has microtransactions, um, and and it's like really heavy microtransactions. So we'll see. This game is actually being done by uh, by D, uh, DNA. So we'll see how this comes out. Uh, I think Mario Run is is great. So I I don't want them to veer off into like a very mobile focus thing for this game and and keep it where like you pay ten dollars so here's the game right uh just like they did with run so i'm hoping they do something like that uh but yeah we'll see there's footage out there uh of course footage is uh this is a closed beta so they're not supposed it's 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 basically leaked footage from the game um but uh yeah the internet's a thing so it's it's everywhere you just go to like any major video game site and you'll see it so but yeah joel what do you think it's cool uh, it's another opportunity of expanding the nintendo brand mario's beloved mario um what's the mario run that's the other one that's on right yeah, now super mario on run, yeah super mario run i love that it's great so having mario kart another um really popular franchise for them out there for mobily and then also i mean like i hate to say it like I'm not a fan of microtransactions, but yeah, it's definitely going to be something that's going to help. They're going to see help in their business because people will for sure pay, play, the whole shebang if it comes to a Mario game. 
But um, but yeah, I mean, you and I are both proud Nintendo Switch owners. I have Mario Kart. I think you have Mario Kart too, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you and I both love Mario Kart. Um, it's great. It is great. You know, I prefer to play it on a big screen, um, unless I'm playing it individually, which is what the idea is mobily, right? But if I'm playing it, usually I'll play it with other people. Um, you know, it's one of those really fun like party games, right? Um, you know obviously on the switch that that's really more going to be that where you actually get that experience i'm curious if mobily my point is i'm curious if mobily uh a multiplayer type of situation right like is there any type of ad hoc situations that could be available maybe uh, with this at some point where i've got my iphone i'm next to you bed you've got your iphone let's jump into a match right now on our apple gaming uh you know id maybe that would that would make it even cooler those are just things I'm thinking about going forward, but I'm pretty excited about this announcement. It's a, it's a good thing for those out there who want to keep playing Mario everywhere they go. Yeah, that's pretty neat, man. Um, yeah, if they do something like that, like multiplayer, and if they if they rely on sort of like uh, the the 3ds uh, multiplayer, whereas you know you get just just straight wireless multiplayer, that'd be pretty cool, man. They're like yeah. a Wi-Fi direct sort of solution for that, right? Um, yeah, I and mean, I'm pretty sure that's definitely doable. I mean, and even if it has to go out to the internet and back to your phone, I don't, I don't see the big deal. No. Um, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see what there's going. Hopefully, it's not gonna be like an awful, awful, like, you know, Microsoft transaction heavy uh, thing that they're doing. So hopefully, this is something more, like I said, in the vein of Super Mario Run, which is great. Uh, we'll see. Um. Yeah, Joel, E three is a few weeks away, man. We we we're gonna have to uh, scramble and put something together. And no, 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 no. we got no time. And besides, we'll uh, do. not much has leaked beforehand, aside from some of these early next gen talk. But once things do start to ramp up, make sure guys to be tuning into No Load Time because for sure we'll discuss all the rumors leading up to it. Yeah, I think Judges Week is next week, if I'm not wrong. For sure. Um, I'm I think and um. And then the event starts, uh, I want to say the 10th. I think the Microsoft's going on the 9th, if I'm not wrong, of June. So, pants around the corner. So, yeah. we're going to have, uh, of course, special coverage. We're going to have a, a, an E3 recap show. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to do a live show this year, um, which I really enjoyed doing. Joe that Last year, it was awesome. Uh, but if they do announce a PSX with enough time for us to move stuff around and make a live show, we'll do that. So so we can definitely make it work. Joe, that's what I got, man. Unless you have anything else, let's do it. Yeah, man, that's what I got. Uh, guys, friendly reminder, make sure you are subscribed to our show. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Feel free to share that with your friends and everybody else on the good social media. Now, speaking of which... You need a friend on social media? Why not connect with No Load Time? Go ahead and give us a follow at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Also, we want to make sure you guys feel open to send any feedback you might have. You know, We talked about a lot of really interesting stuff on this episode. We talked about some really interesting stuff in our last few episodes. Make sure to send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com with questions, comments. Maybe we'll even discuss about it here on the show. But uh, we look forward to speak with you guys next time on our next episode. Thank you guys and see you again next time.